Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. And now we're going to move on, though, and uh, talk about this. Ireland is falling behind uh, other European countries in the battle against obesity as a new report urged a radical reshaping of the nation's food environment. Now, the study by Dr. Yanis Harrington of University College Court, Cork even, uh, has proposed tough new measures to protect the health of future generations. Uh, Ireland now has one of the fa- fastest rising rates of childhood obesity in the world. Isn't that phenomenal? I would ne- you know, you'd never kind of, you'd never think that, but it always comes up in the facts that Ireland now has one of the fastest rising rates of childhood obesity in the world. One in five Irish children are now considered to be obese with the surge in weight-related health issues at near epidemic levels. Uh, some 300,000 Irish children are clinically obese, according to figures, with the figure expected to rise by 10,000 per annum unless firm action is taken. The UCC study found Ireland was falling behind best international practice and it recommended five major policy changes, including... Here we go. This is what we're going to discuss today. No fry zones with four, within 400 metres of schools. Nutritional standards for schools, including tuck shops. Uh, a committee to monitor and evaluate food-related income support for vulnerable population groups, rising fence, uh, sorry, ring fencing of tax on unhealthy food to subsidise healthy options for disadvantaged groups, a policy on nutrition standards for food and beverage provision in the public sector. Dr Harrington said Ireland had to overhaul the entire food environment, uh, ranging from food production, processing and marketing to distribution. And today I want to get your thoughts on this and if you think no fry zones and all that sort of uh, stuff that they're suggesting are a good idea in tackling childhood obesity or if you think that it's time uh, for personal responsibility. And when I say personal responsibility, I mean parental responsibility. Time and time again, I mean, this is going on for years and I do this show, uh, sit in for an aisle, but you know, whenever he's gone and I have come upon this topic many times. And it's always a case of people, campaigners and all, looking for the government to come in and enact something. Oh, well, the children are getting fat because, you know, there's McDonald's close to the school. The children are getting fat because they're selling sweets in the tuck shop. The children are getting fat because of advertising. There's too much advertising around sweets and they're getting, you know, influenced by this and they're going and buying and there's not enough education around food. Come on. Be a parent. I know it's hard, but surely it has to come down to parental responsibility now and not to be looking to universities and governments to enact something to stop your child from becoming overweight. I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect parent. None of us are. But it's one of the fundamental things you need to look at is your child's health, your child's physical health and your child's mental health. But the physical health thing is simple enough bar very extraordinary circumstances. And the simple enough thing is, and I hope I'm not being really ignorant here and insulting to people, but the simple thing is not to give junk food and to eat healthy food. I understand the argument of a lack of education to be to, to a degree in relation to nutrition. Um, and that can happen for sure. I get that. And there's, you know, uh, some people who, you know, just rely on fast food and that's just within their... Uh, kind of families and, 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 and 
it's how they approach food and so on. And, and there needs to be more education. I understand that. But in relation to, you know, preventing businesses from opening next to schools and, and all that sort of stuff, I just wonder, you know, is it taking away the responsibility from parents? Because the simple solution to this, you know, from my point of view is stop feeding your kids junk, stop giving them money to get junk in the shops and know where your children are. I know it's not always that simple, but anyway, that's my rant over. But what do you think? 1850 494 or 087-188-0008. Is it time now uh, that parents should be accountable, should be held accountable for their child's weight problems? 087-188-0008 or 1850 Bernie, you're live in Classic. It's how you, Bernie. Hello, Mike. How are you today? Not too bad at all, Bernie. You're very welcome along. Um, all good in your world, yes? Yes, yeah. So far, so good today. Um, good. Uh, what I would say, well, I had four children. They're all grown up and I have six, almost six grandchildren now. And they, they're all responsible for their own action, like as my children are, to know that their children have the best life they can give them. Yeah. And so they're responsible for the food they gave their children. And now they do their best to keep them healthy and well. And they, you know, they'll always, you know, fresh fruit and vegetables, thankfully. And it was just, you know, they could have gone any way, but that's the way they chose. They wanted their children to be healthy and they want the best for their children. And that's how they do it. It hasn't be the, it hasn't to be the most expensive, you know, cauliflower in the shop. Like we all know, you can do a very nice stir fry and get the kids, in, in, you know, interested by teaching them how to cook as well yeah. along the way. And um, I think when a kid is involved in the cooking and the, you know, buying of the food and you know what they like and dislike, I think it makes it an easier choice for them. You know, like yeah. we all do, we all do the treats as a grandparent, bring them to supermax or McDonald's occasionally. But you know, I'd, I'd also bring mine for a walk or a, you know a swim in, in the summer. Do you know, yeah. you try and balance it as fair as you can. And I think every parent does their best. But I do see a lot of us falling on our own sword because there's so many outlets now. And there's so many things you can buy in a garage, and you know, you can yeah. buy them in you know Tesco. You can buy these little treats along and, the way, and it's all con- it's all convenience food. Uh, and it is, and, yeah. and a parent is really busy today, and they're trying to, you know, the child is crying in the trolley, and you know what that's like, and you're after working all day, and then yeah. you bring them around the shop. It's very difficult, but we have to just rein ourselves in. And you know, if somebody's given out to their child and saying, "No, you can't have that," we shouldn't frown at them, and you know make them feel guilty we should encourage them to say yeah well you know you're doing your best i don't mind if you you're giving out to them for not having sweets because they, they don't do any, any they're empty calories yeah but uh, my my concern is and uh I, you know, I, I, I get that government have to you know have an, an approach and, and and have to you know uh act act on 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 what is clearly an issue which is epidemic levels uh, of childhood obesity and and I get that but the, but the danger I think for society in general is that we're continuously looking to the government uh to help us and we, we seem to be devoid of any personal responsibility anymore. No, I, I think we're very much responsible for our own actions and our children and how we rear them. We are. We can't expect the government because they get it wrong millions of times. You know, as much as we try to do our best, they can also get it wrong as well. Like, we have to move away from blaming people and look at our surroundings and our environment and see, you know, there is so many rotten things out there like takeaways, fast food outlets. It's everywhere. It's just rampant everywhere. And 
it's very hard for a parent to navigate these areas. I, I, I understand that, but sorry to cut across you, but just in relation to that then, in relation to the takeaways, uh, and we we love a takeaway and, and too much probably, uh, But and yesterday we had a super max for us and the kids and it was gorgeous and we just gorged on it and it was fantastic, right? But 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 that's quite close to us, that super max. But that's up to me now, to, as my children get older, to say, don't be going there, you want to eat healthy, you're going to have a good meal, you can't go there. I understand when kids get to teens, uh, it's, it's a more difficult approach but are you really saying that uh, you know schools who might have a McDonald's or a Burger King or some other fast food takeaway within 400 metres that that should be now stopped and no more planning permission should be given to businesses like that uh, if they're close to a school I think they should stagger their times of opening if that's the case. If you want to keep a, a McDonald's or a Supermax or a takeaway beside a school well then stagger the open times until the schools are closed and that the kids are no longer, uh, you know, at risk of going in there and they're, you know, at lunchtime or whatever time of the day. They should be asked if they could open, say, at five o'clock, you know, in the evening time, rather than having them open during school hours. Mm. Um, maybe that's my encouragement. I don't know what the PE in, in education system is like now within schools, but I think it's a very important fact, facet of education is that we educate our children, to, you know, to play and, you know, be fit and healthy and have mm. some form of gym uh, three or four times a week. I don't think it's any problem I think well, that would be good I, I, I know in a lot I, I think in my little one school it's it's uh, it's it's not allowed to have treats in lunch boxes and all that it has to be um, they're not necessarily saying exactly what you should have or what types of food but insofar as treats and jellies and chocolate and all that that's, that's actually not allowed and I think that's that's either right across the board or certainly in a lot of schools now which is a good thing um, yeah. it's a positive thing and it stops parents doing it all the time because you tend to do that um, and yeah. I tend to do it a lot as well but but you know it is frightening how how you know how much junk you can give to a child uh, just to function uh, and particularly during these days as well when parents are at home and so on it's, and it has been very difficult because a, a packet of jellies in the telly could be your only saving grace uh, to get an hour's peace and I I understand that I know because uh, I mean I hold my hands up I'm completely as a grandparent I do that occasionally yeah. Um, but I try not to, but it's very hard because, you know, they're active and they run around and you think, oh, jeez, just for a minute, I'll give them a bar of chocolate. You know, yeah. it's nearly like a blackmail thing, just to keep quiet for a second. <laughs> but, um, but honestly, I, you know, I prefer to bring them outside and, you know, bring them for a walk if I could. But this, the weather is not always possible here in the West of Ireland. It's very, you know, no, hard to do. No, I know. I'm, le- I'm learning that these days for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I, I mean, I've started winter swimming for myself, but I mean, I'm in my 60s. And just to see what that's like and, and see what they'd like to come with me, you know, just to find new ways of doing things for I, them. Are you know? going into the sea? Yeah, I've done 16 days today now. Have you? Fair play to you. That's become a big thing during these lockdowns, actually, is sea swimming. Um, it is. Yeah. It's something I did. I did it on sort of the end of summer, coming into autumn. I don't think I'd try it now, to be honest with you. I'm Mike, you know f- what? It's just, it's just get yourself in there. Um, I, I know, I know. But it's the initial thing. And then it's the aftermath. Oh, my God. The aftermath when you're perished. No, no, no. Honest to God, you're not. Uh, it just takes a bit of courage. And now, you, you know, I saw so many people over there today and they really give you a great you know, buzz because they were all age groups they were in and they were enjoying the 10 or 15 minutes that they all stuck it out. And then they all got dressed and they, they left and they were in great form. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's such a nice thing, you know, and we're so blessed to be able to do it. Yeah, well, that's true. I suppose if you if you if you live within five kilometres of the of the sea, it's a, it's a nice luxury to yeah. have. I think that's why why a lot of people went to it. Hang on a second, uh, Bernie Lorenzo, you're live in Classic. It's how are you, Lorenzo? Hello, how are you? Oh, that was fine. 
Good stuff, Lorenzo. Okay, uh, your opinion on this then? No fry zones and and, uh, this study is saying we need to step in now and uh, give better nutritional standards to schools, uh, you know, look at tuck shops and so on and certainly no fry zones within 400 metres of schools, meaning we shouldn't have uh, fast food within 400 metres of schools. Do you reckon that's a good idea? Uh, I don't know if, like, not giving planning permissions for those uh, enterprises would solve the problem, honestly. Um, I mean, I remember that when I was, like, going to some diners for lunch and there were, like, teens and kids coming in, they were still asking for fries or mesh and then, like, pouring uh, gravy sauce on on it Mm. for lunch. So I think that, I mean, a diner is not a fast food, definitely. So the problem, I think, is not in the fast food. It's just in teaching probably how to eat properly or how to uh, or what to eat. Um, so, I mean, for, for young kids, I don't know in Ireland, but, I mean, in Italy you usually have an internal canteen. So the diet is decided by someone week by week and it's cooked usually from professional um, chefs and cooks and then it's provided in the school so right the food that is given to a like in elementary school is kind of more controlled um because i mean this is what you get and this is what you're going to eat mm. if you're not eating well you don't have lunch <laughs> easy easy as that like okay um, okay so, I- and and I think that I think that has probably changed a little bit this side of 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 the of Europe as well. Um, I mean, I remember the stuff we used to get in school was diabolical. It's like prison food uh, in the canteens. But I think that's changed. But I mean, the the Mediterranean diet, Lorenzo, is is yeah, is, I mean, is, our diet is fabulous. Is easier probably to um, to kind of go in a healthy way than than here. But mm. I think that mostly is just your kind of idea of of um, what you can eat and um, I, I mean I, I can't understand the, the 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 fact that you don't have as many sites to a main course that we have still yeah. you have the same amount of vegetables but you're not cooking them Just, uh, Lorenzo you be know? honest you think our diet is horrendous <laughs> I mean, sorry your diet you think our diet is horrendous when you when you when you go to Italy and see the beautiful coloured Mediterranean diet, <laughs> and then when we took it on, we bloody made it a snack box. Uh, so it's 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 definitely different for sure. But in relation to the sides, what what do you mean then? Is that not adding food to uh, well, what is already I mean, a lot? Sometimes when when you go to a cafeteria or, or a restaurant or something like that, and you order um, I don't know even um, roast chicken or chicken Kiev or anything else, and they ask you chips or salad. Yeah. And you go for the salad. It's not a salad. I mean, usually in the salad, there is the Kozlo. Kozlo is not a salad. Oh, why? What, 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 what do you mean it's not a salad? Well, for me, it's not a salad. I mean, salad should be, I mean, lattice or rockets or yeah. um, that type of green stuff, not a sauce made with mayonnaise. <laughs> that is hot. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean—a big lump of a you know, thing with a few cuts of onion and a load of dressing all over it. Yeah, right. Okay, that's that, that's probably where we need to. Yeah. I, I mean, but is, maybe that's following uh, to a degree the the American approach to th- approach to things. And myself, Ashling, and Sarah were only speaking about this today. Um, in that. 
you know, a, a limited choice and, and also portion size um, is a massive issue, really, isn't yeah. it? It's a problem. Yeah, yeah. here is everything is bigger than, for example, in Italy. And, I mean, I've been in the U.S. as well, and the U.S. mentality of food is sugar, full stop. I mean, they, they want everything has to be with sugar in general, has to be, like, high calories. And yeah. then it's no sense, like, yeah. in that way. Uh, sugar and salt, yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. I, the I, problem I, here is that I found that you mainly cook boiling stuff. Bo- you know, boiling the hell out of things. Boiling. Everything has to be boiled. Yeah. And so even, I think, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, boiling stuff was the worst appealing thing that I could ever eat. Oh. You know? <laughs> because boiling is usually tasteless. So yeah. then you have to add taste. And yeah. usually you add taste with gravy or sauce or things like that. If you change even the way of cooking stuff in like oven or in a pan or something like that, it's automatically more, it's tastier. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's less healthy. Yeah, and I suppose I, I, we do have a tendency in Ireland, I think, to boil the hell out of everything. Um, and that is something I, I, I can't remember who I saw, what chef I saw in relation to how to cook pasta properly, uh, that you don't necessarily have to make it, you know, uh, boiled up and completely soft, that just a little bit hard is fine. And no, I think that's kind of the, the Italian way, isn't it? Yeah, it has to be hard. It doesn't have to be soft. Yeah, 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 and 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 I, I think when we get instructions on a on a packet of pasta or whatever that you know you only have to you know b- bring it to the boil and simmer it for five minutes. That means well, bring it to the boil, let it boil for five minutes, and simmer it for another fifteen. I think that's probably yeah, yeah. What, what we usually <laughs> that's do. The wrong way. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Lorenzo, <laughs> inter- inter- interesting point actually, just to compare, um, I suppose cuisines uh, and and to be fair, the Mediterranean diet. Uh, is seen as probably one of the healthiest in the world, I would say. There were lots of studies yeah. done in relation to, to lifespan and so 90, on. I remember I've seen an interview um, of a man that was saying that we probably have like 90% of fruit and vegetable in the world is in Italy. Yeah, and and if, I, if I'm right in saying this, I think heart disease would be a lot more, uh, would be a lot lower uh, in Italy and so on. And don't quote me on that, but I, I, I remember hearing it, uh, um, a story on that and it was sort of you know based on well this is probably the diet uh, and all the fresh the fresh fruit and veg and, and so on well, we eat more fresh and even more fruit yeah. than here yeah. in general I, I haven't seen eating a lot of fruit um, and vegetable in general in, in Ireland and come here are you locked in here now Lorenzo you can't get back to Italy or do you ever get back no I haven't been back in a while um I think I, I can if I want, but then coming back it will be like the two weeks. Um, uh, it's a hassle, yeah. It's a hassle. Um, whereabouts, in, whereabouts in Italy before I let you go? Sorry? Whereabouts in Italy are you originally from? I'm from Tuscany, from Pisa. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> I love Italy. That's one, once this whole nonsense is over, that's the first place I'm going, uh, is back to Italy. Absolutely adores. Lorenzo, nice talking to you. Thanks a million. You're welcome. Take care of yourself. Uh, I want to go to Eamon before the break. Uh, and by the way, if you want to register for the hit bit now, is your chance. 087-188-0008. We'll play it for €4,400. Actually, uh, before you come on, Eamon, let's play it. That's it. That's the hit bit. Eamon, that's the hit bit. Have you been trying the hit bit at all? No, no. Never get it. <laughs> right, right. Don't bother, so. Don't bother. All right, Eamon, your point on this, so. Well, my point on this is, look, you can't stop progress. If yeah. People want to build... Um, a fast food down the road from the school. Yeah. Let them do it because they're creating employment. 
Mm-hmm. And we need as much employment as we have now. And another thing is the children, when they come home, put a dinner in front of them. And if they don't eat it, or they go to the room, and I tell you one thing, they'll be hungry enough to come down and eat it then. Yeah. But we've got to take control of all this. And we are responsible. We are the guilty ones. Mm-hmm. Bringing them to supermarkets where there's boxes of sweets or not. You get your little treat on the Friday. I give my kids a little treat on the Friday. The whole of, all of us have a takeaway on the Friday, and that's it for the whole week. Nothing else. Right, okay. And the rest is all homegrown, fresh food, fresh fruit, and get off your backside and prepare the meal and get the kids into uh, doing the dinners as well. Yeah. And you'll find that they'll appreciate it. That, and, and you know what, Eamon, that, that point has come up a few times actually in relation to trying to bring the kids into the kitchen uh, yeah. from an early age and get them, you know, handling food and seeing how food is cooked and where it comes from. I'm, I'm doing a bit of baking at the moment and I absolutely love it. Do you? Absolutely love it. Is this, is this since lockdown and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is a great thing for it, you know what it's I mean? Not, it's, not, it's not banana bread now, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a little different thing, like cupcakes and all like that, you know. Oh, very good, yeah, and yeah. If you walk out, to walk, if you don't, you just do something else, you know. Yeah, this but you, a- need to, you need to get the, get the kids off our door um, playing their games, get them into doing a bit of cooking and all, and ask them, what do you think, what should you think we should put into this and all, and let them make that decision. Yeah. And show you out for them. Yeah. And then they're going to be the ones to eat it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the, the whole convenience thing, I think, is probably an issue too, and, and, and kids just find, you know, and, and of course the higher salt content and the sugar content and all that sort of stuff, sure, everything tastes great when there's a wad of salt in it or whatever, uh, like those uh, takeaway foods and so on. But what has happened, Damon? Is it that, is it a change in parenting now and parents just want their kids to like them, they're too afraid to... Do what you're saying. In other words, come home and eat your dinner. I'm not going to give you money for that stuff. And if you're hungry enough, you'll come and eat it. Has that changed? Are a lot of parents not doing that anymore. Because they have too much competition out there and they're getting too lazy. And it's easy to go down or even go to the phone and order a takeaway. Yeah. The people just got so lazy now, but they need to be stopping all this. They need to be getting up there and get the kids involved in what, what the parents are doing. And bring them out for a walk and all like that. If you have a dog, well and good, bring the dog out as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you need, they need to be um, stopped. Give them a treat once a week. Make a day that we get a treat once a week and explain to them the reason why. Yeah. Sit them down, explain to them the reason why. We'll give you a little treat one day a week. Yeah. And that's it. The rest, I'm going to be cooking. And if you want to eat, it would be good enough to eat. If you want to eat it, eat it. But you're getting nothing else until you eat that kind of. Yeah, but sure, I find now, like, and I know a lot of people have said it uh, in recent times, is that. Uh, and not to be harping back to the old days or whatever but like for me and, and you I'm sure most of us it was whatever was put in front of you you ate or didn't eat or went hungry but now it's like you come down to your kids and it's like right what do you want it's like a, a sort of a family menu uh, every yeah. morning and, and that you know it isn't good and I do it it isn't good but anyway listen I'm going to let you go Eamon Any, anything, okay. on the me- anything on the menu or anything in the oven at the moment no? Well I have a bone the roll chicken stuffed and all so 
I'm going to devour that now. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Eamon, thanks a million. Take it easy. Uh, lots of people have taken up the old bacon, haven't they, in the cooking and so on. I made something recently, although the reaction I got when I put it up on social media, I was not expecting. Uh, but I made my own hummus. Now, you might say, big deal, right? It's not exactly the most complicated recipe. But I spent some time on it. I even went ahead and peeled each chickpea which apparently isn't a necessity but the first recipe I read said do that and I did it and then at the end I looked at another recipe and said don't bother doing that it's pointless so that was a bit of a waste of time uh, but Ashling said to me that it's a hipster recipe I know it's a hipster thing to do hummus but it's very easy to do if you want the recipe it'll be on classic <laughs> you know what go look it up yourself you're lazy